Hey everybody, this is Tom Sharpling, and welcome to Best Show Gems, the best of the best show on WFMU. Basically, this is a podcast we're going to do every other week, giving you a uh, bite-sized version of all the mirth and mayhem that goes on every week on the best show on WFMU. So please check out this exciting clip. FMU, you're on the air. Hey, I'll play your little game. You'll play the game? Yeah, yeah. All right. It, uh, it sounds like fun. Who's this? Uh, this is Matthew. Matthew, where are you calling from? Uh, Western Maine. Okay, Western Maine. Yeah. Matthew, who should be the 14th member of Ocean's 14? Oh, geez. How about Ricky Martin? Okay. The person you I were... want to change that. Okay. Uh, Joe Rudy from the Oakland A's. Okay, Joe Rudy from the Oakland A's. Number two, what is the rudest thing anyone ever said to you? Uh, I wish you would die, and I hope you die. <laughs> it was, it was, it, that was exactly it. Okay. Yeah, I wish you would die, and I hope you die. No, I want to take that back. Okay. I'm going to kill you. Uh-huh. Second wife. Okay. Yeah. She tried to also. Anyway, go ahead. Third question is craziest eBay purchase. Uh, there's been a lot of them. I would probably say, uh, gosh, Hitler's desk. What? Hitler's desk. Hitler's desk. Yeah, it turned out it wasn't Hitler's desk. That was kind of a, a bummer. Well, why were you trying to buy Hitler's desk? It just seemed like it would be something to have, and I had the dough. Uh huh. Yeah, I just gotten some massive residuals. Okay. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah. Thank you for uh, thanks for playing the game. Absolutely. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing okay. Good. Good. Hey, I, I heard you uh, weighing in on that uh, on this big writer strike. Yeah. It's pretty crazy stuff, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's pretty wild. It's pretty devastating to the networks, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Not my network. <laughs> Not to your network? No. What's your network? Guess. Uh, I have no idea. The only network that matters. I don't even know what that is. The Shout Network, you dummy. The Shout Network? Yeah, you tele-dummy. So, <laughs> wait, have I spoken to you in the past? It's Matthew Tompkins. Oh my God! We talked. We talked a while ago. Remember? Yes. Those are great times. Yeah, that was a while ago. Were you, I thought you were working. I thought you were working at ABC or something. I was. Yeah, I, I moved for Cavemen. Yeah, I moved. Because that's the that's the last time we spoke. Is when yeah, things things went a little uh, pear shaped there, as they say <laughs> over in the old uh, what are they called? Old Blighty or Blimey? Blighty, right? <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. That's. So you're back at the Shout Network? I am, yeah. yeah. All right. And, How's that back right along? You know? uh-huh. the, the, like I said, the only network that matters. The Shout Network is the only network that matters? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, uh, to tell you the truth, I haven't been watching a whole lot of, uh, whole lot of TV since, uh, you know, since all this strike stuff's going down. Wait, what? Are you nuts? <laughs> no. Um, well, you're not into this whole, whole strike thing. What do you mean? I mean, you're down with with the writers, right? I'm down with the writers. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'm on the writer's side. Oh, jeez. Well, what do you think "down with" means? Down with is is uh, is uh, is you're for the writers, right? Yes, I am. I am for the writers. Yeah. Okay. Well, oof. <laughs> and you're not. I'm, I'm assuming. Of course not. Because you're an executive. Exactly. You know. Uh-huh. But I'll, I'll tell you, the strike couldn't be hampering our uh, output of high quality programming any less. Uh huh. Yeah. You know what our motto is? What's that? <laughs> to hell with the writers. To hell with the writers. Yeah, yeah. We're putting in all, all of our coffee mugs. You're... <laughs> yeah. I'm even getting it engraved in my cigar thermidor. You're get... Wait, you're getting to hell with the writers. Yeah. Engraved on your humidor? My what? My thermidor. Th- what is a thermidor? What's a humidor? <laughs> a humidor yeah. is something you keep cigars in. No, it's not. It's a thermidor. It's a humidor. What is? You're nuts. I'm nuts. Yeah, no, you're that, totally that's nuts. anyway. The strike is like a is a total blessing for us. It gives us so much more leeway. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, well, leeway in in what capacity? Well, let me just tell you that 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 we're so much more excited about these new shows that we got than anything we've had in years, and that's including Jerry Van Dyke's Crime Crunchers, the Van Morrison Variety Two Hours, and the Reggae Kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're more excited about what you've got now? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, who, who needs all that scripted garbage? It's a waste of time if you ask us. <laughs> scripted garbage? You yeah. mean like the uh, the things that were that are written and kind of crafted? Oh, so boring, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. Bo- it's totally boring. You know, it's not boring. What's that? The reality field. So, so that's what shout is going to kind of. We're exploding it. It's exploding. We're taking it to, to boundaries that uh, nobody ever imagined. Reality. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Like, do you have, like, what kind of, well, uh, can you tell us any of these shows, Oh, Matthew? absolutely. I'll give you, uh, I'll, I'll give you one right now off the uh, top of my head. All right. Vance Asimov's Citizen's Arrest. What's that, what was that name? Vance Asimov. Who is Vance Asimov? Well, you know Isaac Asimov, right? Sure. Yeah, the, the author. Yeah. He's like, was like Russian, right? Uh, I I don't know that much about him. Well, he, he's the he's the kid of this guy, and he's got the mutton chops and all that stuff, you know. So this is Isaac Asimov's son, exactly Vance. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. He lives out in La. Okay. Yeah. And he's he hosts a reality show. Well, basically, Vance heads up a squadron of angry citizens who uh, take it upon themselves to police a small town. Uh huh. And they make arrests and they put prisoners into their own, uh, you know, kind of judicial system. And they have like this makeshift prison that's set up in some dude's garage. Yeah. <laughs> what gives them the right to do that? What do you mean? Well, that's like asking what gives Vance the right to be the judge of, of the whole town. <laughs> so he's the judge. Oh, totally. Yeah. And, well, and there's this one great scene where uh, a couple of the townspeople bring in the local gym teacher on suspicion of being a total perv. Uh huh. And Vance instantly sends him to, to the garage jail. <laughs> I'm kind of losing you here on uh-huh. How is any of this legal? What do you well define legal? It's TV. God's <laughs> greatest medium. <laughs> well, because it's TV does not give you the right to do whatever you want. Well, let me tell you this, okay? Uh huh. Judge Vance, he goes totally by gut feeling. Uh huh. And his gut, uh, in this particular instance, his gut tells him that the guy was a perp, so he jails him. Okay. Uh, but between you and me, yeah. Uh, Vance's gut was wrong on that one. 
uh-huh. and about forty-two other judgments. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so what? Those people are being jailed for how long? Well, uh, you know, started shooting back in like October. Uh huh. And a, a lot of them are are still there. Why? Oh, that's horrible. Well, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. It's like there's all kinds of lawsuits and uh, things going against him in particular and the show as a whole. Uh Uh-huh. Well, good. We might end up starting over again with Robbie Knievel as the host. Because what? uh, What was his name? Vance? Yeah, Vance will probably go to jail himself. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was whipping people. (laughs) What's that? He was whipping uh, people. He was whipping... So as a judge... He was whipping people. Yeah, why? As punishment. Well, yeah, and for kicks, too. <laughs> well, there was a lot of the whipping that didn't take place on camera. Uh-huh. Why? That's terrible. Well, you know what's not terrible? What's that? Chris on. Chris on. Yeah, Chris on dot, dot, dot. What's that called? An ellipse? An eclipse? Ellipses. What's that? That's what it's called. Wait, uh, the lips of what? <laughs> it's No, ellipses. Okay, I'll write that down. How do you spell it? Why? It begins with an E. No, it begins with an I. No, of yes, it. Of yes, well, okay. Ellipses begins with an E. Oh, il, okay. Ellip. I'll just do it uh, phonetically, okay. Ellipses, okay. Well, basically, Chris On, mm-hmm. it's a show where, uh, you know, former Kiss drummer Peter Chris, he holds a nightly fireside chat. Uh-huh. And he discusses the issues of the day. <laughs> oh, it's riveting. Peter Chris. Yeah, why? The from Kiss. He's great. Yeah, he's a great drummer. It's him sitting for how long? It's like 2 hours. 2 hours. Yeah, yeah. He's very excited about it. I spoke to him the other day and and he already has the first couple shows mapped out. Uh-huh. The first show is going to be about how much his drumming was influenced by classic 60s R&B. Uh-huh. He gets really into the uh, the deep nuts and bolts of his classic songs like Beth, Dirty Living, Hooligan, and of course, Guess. I don't know. That's the kind of sugar Papa likes. So that's one of yeah, that's one of his songs. Yeah, uh, but he also wants to talk about what's going on in the deserts overseas. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, it's, but- it's it's Iraq and Iran, right? That's what they call it, right? Those are the two countries, yes. Yeah. He, he, he keeps calling it Persia. Well, Iran used to be Persia. Okay, well, he, he still keeps calling it that, and I've, I've kind of stopped correcting him at this point because he gets really mad at me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that, that um, I don't know, two hours of Peter Chris sitting in front of a fireplace just... And pun- the fire's really hot, uh-huh. and it keeps, like, burning his neck. That's the thing. He wants it really hot because, like, he thinks he's really tough. But it's uh-huh. too hot for him. It's it's called a, a hot fire. It's like hotter than normal. Uh huh. Yeah. So it's 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 too much from. But the the second episode is great. What is that? Would you like to hear about it? The second episode of what was it called Chris on Chris on ellipsis. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's about how much he hates Gene and Paul. Uh huh. It's great. And it's just him. Just kind of going off for like an hour and a half, and then the, and then the final half hour. Uh huh. He weighs in on the upcoming election. And where, where does he stand on the election? Um, he's for Myers. <laughs> Myers? Yeah. Who's Myers? Burl Myers. I, I, I don't know who Burl Myers is. Oh, well, it's for the shop steward of his local musicians union. 
Oh, 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 so this is not the presidential election. No. Why? Well, I, it, okay. Uh, that's kind of when people talk about the ele- upcoming election, they're right. usually not talking about the shop steward of their, uh, of whatever their... Okay, uh, well, I'll, I'll take this as a note, okay? Okay. What do you think they're talking about? Um, who, the election for president of the United States? kind of boring I, I i do admit you know him talking about the musicians union but i gotta say this in, in his defense mm-hmm. peter's q rating is huge his q rating yeah absolutely it's, it's off the charts okay and that's like a way they measure oh totally yeah yeah people's yeah. awareness or absolutely something. yeah it's huge uh-huh. like i say through the roof uh-huh are you ready for a new season of tough now tough now yeah I, I remember, I think you had told me about it's, that in the past. It's, it's, it's one of our cornerstone shows. Uh-huh. Yeah. And which one is that again? Well, Tough Now is the reality show that starts when we say it starts. What, and that was, I'm sorry, I, I don't remember. Well, you know, in previous seasons, we started messing with the contestants after, after uh, they'd shown up at our offices, you know, expressing interest in being on a reality show. Uh-huh. You know, we kind of kind of screw with them right then. Yeah. But uh, this year there's a new twist. Oh, that's right. That was the show where you like messed with some guy when he was leaving the office. Exactly. You know, in the, in the elevator, you kidnap him, you take him to this remote uh, farm somewhere, and you, you basically you you're, 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 you threaten that you're going to kill him. Pretty much, it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it sounds hilarious. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> so what? what is, anyway, there's a there's a whole new twist this year. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Well, well what is the twist? Are you ready? Yeah. Well, this one, we get them one stage earlier in the process. They haven't even signed up yet. They haven't signed up for what? For any kind of reality show. So how are they contestants? Well, basically, here's what happens. We we find out who's like an arrogant creep Uh (laughs) from viewers, kind of randomly, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then we go to where they work. Uh-huh. And we beat the fudge out of them with water jugs full of sand. Uh-huh. It's great. These people don't even know they're contestants on a show. There's this one contestant, he got assaulted in the parking garage. <laughs> uh, that sounds horrible. No, it was great. You know, we were just trying to see how tough he was. You know, I mean, he put on this big front at the office, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. So, so guess what we did to him in the parking lot? What? We put electrodes on his pippin. <laughs> okay. Uh, and let her rip. Da, 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 da. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now you are, but this guy. Yeah. H- how do you even know he's interested in being on a reality? Oh, he's show? not interested in it. He's just a creep at work, and everyone at work's tired of his uh, shenanigans. Uh huh. Yeah. So uh, that, at this one, I'm going to predict probably going to end up in another. Uh, you might end up in a lawsuit on this one. Um. I agree with everything you just said, but I would substitute the word "already is" uh, in place of the word "probably." <laughs> okay. Yeah. And because basically all you're doing is assaulting people out of the blue, based on the grounds that someone contacted you and said they were a creep. Define out of the blue. They don't know uh, who you are or why you're attacking them. Okay, you got me on that. Yeah, that's correct. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, Tom, question yeah. for you, though. Uh-huh. When do you think of a star that you wish was back on, uh, you know, the, uh, the great golden, golden silver screen? Uh-huh. What's the first name that pumps into your what, mind? Wait, what is that? The gold and silver screen? Golden slash silver screen. What is you know the old, the old saying, the silver screen? Yeah. This takes it up a notch. It kind of ratchets it. So the golden silver screen. Yeah. Because the silver screen is a movie screen. No, it's not. It's TV. It's mo- It's a movie screen. Well, what's the golden screen? I, I've never heard that before. Oh, really? Until uh, This is the first time I'm hearing that. I must have made it up then. I'm going to patent that. Golden. I'm going to make a note to myself. Golden. I'm going to patent golden screen. And also golden slash silver screen. Uh huh. More money for me. Great. Okay. Anyway, who's the first star you think of that you wish was back on that that uh, said screen? You mean like somebody who uh... somebody who was huge, massive uh-huh. once, and maybe is not so much in the public eye as much, but still a genius. Like like Jerry Seinfeld. No. Um. I don't know, like uh, like a like, man, like uh, Ted Danson. No. Like uh, Kelsey Grammer. No. Um. Somebody who was once massive, like uh-huh. beloved by okay. the earth, basically. Like, like Cosby. You're getting warmer. Okay. Like Cosby. Mm-hmm. Huh. I, I have no idea. The B Man. The B Man. Yeah. I don't know who the B Man is. The B Man. He's back on the gold and silver screen. Who who, who is the B Man? Joey Buttafuoco. Why? <laughs> That's he's not. <laughs> You're saying somebody who's beloved? Yeah. That guy's not beloved. Everyone loves him. Ask our call screener. What's his name, Todd? His name's Mike. Okay, ask him. Hey, Mike, do you love uh, Joey Buttafuoco? No, he says no. Wait, what? Oh, I don't get it. But you know what he, uh, Todd will get? What? Joey Buttafuoco's prank patrol. His, his, what's that? Well, that's the show. Joey Buttafuoco's Prank Patrol. Yeah. It's actually Joey and his, and his patrol, and, and they pull some of the most hilarious gags on the people of Merrick, Long Island. Uh-huh. So amazing. But okay. it's a show that's got heart. <laughs> his prank, like what? what well, is... I, I got to tell you this. It's yeah. so much funnier than OJ's prank show, which I thought was genius. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's a shame everyone got so scared to sign the guy. It's like, oh, geez, we can't sign OJ. It's like, someone please have a... Uh, S-A-C. <coughs> so, oh, no. so Joey Buttafuoco's show, you think, is... Oh, you know, I, I, I should say this right now. He's changed the pronunciation of it. It's no longer Buttafuoco. Yeah? It's Butafuoco. Butafuoco. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Joey Butafuoco. Yes. What, what is he trying to go for a... Uh, be classy now or something? Well, it's kind of got the, the hint of the word beautiful in it, which I think is totally apropos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so on this show, Joey Butafuoco. Butafuoco, yes. Yes. His prank patrol show. Yes. Like, what? Uh, please tell me about one of these pranks with heart. Okay, well, in one episode, uh, Joey, he calls in a fire. 
you know, to the local fire department. Uh huh. And he lets the fire department rush to the house. And they get there, you know, they got their hoses, you know, at the ready, et cetera. And there's like, I guess, you know, there's like probably like four trucks there. So how many guys is that? That's like 30 guys at least? I would imagine so, yeah. And they get there and they discover that jo- it's actually Joey having a small party for them, for the firemen, which includes like three pizzas and two 64 inch bottles of soda. Uh huh. Yeah. So he's basically honoring them as heroes. Well, but he's he called them away to a fire. Well, there probably wasn't a fire at that point or any other kind of emergency at two a.m. Well, you think? Yeah, I I think. Well, on mischief night. <laughs> on mischief night. Yeah. Why? I think there's a good chance. I'm just gonna say. At the very least, right. these guys are getting awoken. Well, yeah, I mean, they've probably been asleep since, like, 10. Why? What's that? They've probably been asleep since, like, 10, and then the the, you know, the, the, the call comes in. Yeah. Yeah, so they got, of course, they got to get up and slide so the, down the pole. So they rush over to this house that they think is burning down. Right. Yeah, and, and we actually say that there's, like, there's been, been uh, you know, uh, reports of screaming. So these guys are hurrying over to this house, oh, this course, horrible yeah. thing. And then they get there, and inside they find... We also say that it's at the captain's house. What's that? We also say that it's at the captain's house. The captain's yeah. house. Yeah, So they rush over. So they've got even more of a, a, an incentive. A, of an impetus to, uh, to get out. A, a what's that? Impetus? Impetus? Uh, read a book much? Impetus. Yeah. Okay, you know what? Yes. Huh? They've got the impetus uh, yeah. to get over That's there. That's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. Um... And they they get in the house and they and they, they the big reveal is it's Joey, how is it Beautifuco? Beautifuco, yes. It's Joey Beautifuco, sitting there with a few pizzas. Yeah, and oh my God, you should see it, 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 the best part is it's so fun to see the look on the guys' faces when they realize that they're being celebrated in such a fashion. The look on the firemen's faces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They really can't believe it. Uh huh. Yeah, their expressions are so amazing. Like like what? Well, it's like they're so emotional that they almost get furious at him. Well, I'm sure they were just furious at him. <laughs> well, no, they they were touched. I mean, they're so touched that they start, you know, shoving Joey. Shoving him? Like, like what do you mean shoving? Well, you know, shoving him, like, kind of good-natured. You know, but, like, pretty hard. Like, I mean, like, really hard. And they start giving him bro punches, you know? Uh-huh, yeah. Like, oh, well, oh, man. But in the face? Uh-huh. Yeah. So, well, and that... Joey starts crying. It's so moving. <laughs> that just sounds like they're beating him up. Well, that says you. Uh-huh. Yeah, and says him. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's actually he's actually suing the fire department. It's kind of embarrassing because it's, it's like the one thing that kind of backfired this season. As, as opposed to the show where Isaac Asimov's son is locking people in a homemade jail. Right. And the you're showing up at an office just beating people up. Right. So this is the one thing that hasn't uh that hasn't gone uh wrong yet. Well yeah, but I haven't gotten to our next show yet. Which is what? Uh who wants to eat a cell phone? <laughs> uh, what and what is that about? Well, do you remember this guy's actually down down in your neck of the woods. Huge star down there. Who's that? Reggie Monroe. 
Reggie Monroe, the guy, <laughs> the guy who got kicked off Survivor. Yes, he got caught having a spankathon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why do you keep doing that? Because I, I run a, as a family program. Okay, I didn't know if it was like instant stutter or something. It's kind of weird. No. Okay. That's actually a great idea for a show, instant stutter. You're going to write that one? Okay. I'm writing it down right now. How do you, are, there are three T's in stutter, right? Yes. I mean, in a row. There's no, not in a row. What? Not in a row. Sure there are. Oh, oh you mean it's S-T-T-U-T-E-R. Okay, perfect. Um, yeah, anyway, so it, it's pretty self-explanatory, this show. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool, even though Reggie isn't quite as out there as we hoped he'd be. Uh-huh. I mean, he, he's out there. Yeah. But not in the way that we wanted. Cause, and- I mean, because before, he was, you know, he was like very, very he's, a sex, he's a sexual being. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. But not really anymore. Mm-hmm. Well. But you, so you were looking for it to be more gross. I, not, no, just, just sort of, I wanted, we wanted to, to let him open up, you know? Ugh, I mean, let his F, what? I don't even want to know. I, was, I, I centered myself on that. Good. I want to let him, let his F flag fly. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. But, you know, you heard about his whole thing now, right? What is that? Uh, he's born anew. He's born again? He's born anew. What is born anew? It's like being born again, but more hardcore. Okay. Yeah. He's in this weird sect called the uh, the Christonians. I don't even know what that is. It, it, hardly anybody does. Uh-huh. Basically, the, the Christonians, they believe that the Bible is not the true word of God, mm-hmm. that many of its books were taken out, which a lot of other sects believe. Okay. But the Christonians... They believe that the books that were taken out were way less tolerant and way harsher than what's in there now. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's kind of the opposite of what most people think when they think of, like, excised books from the Bible. You know, like, the, the, like they were talking about, whatever, like, reincarnation or, you know, a loving God sort of thing. It's the exact opposite of that. Oh, so they, they think that it was meaner. Exactly. Like, like, Reggie believes that having hair is a sin. Wow. Yeah, so is eating. Mm-hmm. And going to the toy D. Oh, so okay. Yeah, so he he won't do any of the dirty stuff at all, and and actually, what he does is he reads lost Bible passages to the person while he's shoving a cell phone down their throat. Wow. Yeah. Uh, that, basically, the show in a nutshell. That, you'd, you'd watch that, wouldn't you? You want to watch? Yeah. I actually might watch. Oh, that. good. Okay, so take that to my higher else We got one viewer, Todd. So what do you think? We're both named Todd here? Me and my uh, associate producer? You and, and, yeah, and call screener Todd. Yeah, no, I'm Tom. Oh, I thought your show was called The Two Todds. No, it's not called The Two Todds. Okay. It's Tom. That's a great idea for a show, though. I might pitch that to Shout Latino Dos Tards. Dos Tards. Okay. Done and done. Wow. Yeah. Are you ready for probably the best show this season? Sure. Are you strapped in? Yes. You got your helmet on? I do. Okay. What color is your helmet? Um, white. Great. Perfect. Okay. I'm talking 180 with Hulk Hogan. What is that? <laughs> it's just the greatest show you've ever seen. Okay. Bas- basically, Hulk Hogan... 
he's he's the newest entrant into the late night talk show field. Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah. The guy who. All right, whatever. Okay. I but you guys have had. I guess it would be a, a little bit of a checkered history as far as late night talk shows go. Are you talking about Van Morrison? Yeah. The Van Morrison Variety Two Hours. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're still kind of licking our wounds on that, you know, how it ended. Yeah, that was a little unsettling. Yeah. Well, I mean, who would have ever thought that a man of of Van's age could, A, get that mad that quickly, B, smash up a set with that kind of intensity? I mean, he's not big. And C, well... Yeah, let's not say... Take someone. Yeah, it was horrible. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, you've seen, you've probably seen the footage. It was up on YouTube for like two minutes, but enough people saw it. It's pretty rough. It's very rough. Uh huh. Yeah, we're trying to stretch that into a whole special. It's not going so well, though. To stretch what? Just that clip. <laughs> well, you you can't be horrified from it on one hand, right? And then just capitalize on it on the other hand well you know this is america you do what you can that's what our founding fathers said basically right this is america comma you do what you can i don't know if that's exactly how they, they said meant. it uh-huh basically okay well anyway 180 with hulk hogan why, why is it called 180 because it's three hours long three a three hour yeah, 180 minutes Okay, yeah, yeah, that's how long three hours is. Yeah. So... Seven nights a week. (laughs) So he does a show on Saturdays and Sundays. Absolutely, yeah. So it's... it's, The other guys just do Monday to Friday. Yeah, the uh, the P's, as I like to call them. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So Hulk Hogan's 180 with Hulk Hogan. Yep. Three hours a night. Yep. Seven nights a week. Yep. And when is this beginning? Next week. Next Monday. And, uh, well, I mean, are you not even a little bit worried about with the writer's strike? Absolutely not. No. no the, the, I mean, everyone's saying, yeah, the Hulkster can't utilize writers in any capacity. But, yeah. you know, this guy's an improv machine, Todd. Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Is in, he's an improv Absolutely. machine. Like, g- give me an example of some of the improv. Well, I mean, basically, we just kind of kind of sit around all day, you know, in in a room with him, and we hear him do all these these great different characters. Uh huh. Yeah, he does this one character where he pretends to be like a complete muscle bound idiot. It's hilarious. Everyone in the room is just cracking up all day. So he's doing a like like he's putting on a uh, like a he's like a he's acting like a character. Yeah, it's like just this kind of idiot. It's like uh-huh. kind of dummy. Like well. What other what other characters is Hulk Hogan doing in the room if he's an improv machine? Well, there, he, you know, come to think of it, I'm kind of drawing a blank on on the other ones. That's that's pretty much the only one that comes to mind. Yeah, that's pretty much it, actually. Yeah, huh? So <laughs> this. Before you were calling him an improv machine, yeah, are you sure that this is even a character he's doing? That this is not just actually him? 
Wow. Um, Being a, a muscle-bound idiot. You know, now that you put it like that, I'm really not sure. Wow. Um, that, that needs to get worked out and will be worked out. I don't think there's any problem with that. You know why? Why? Because of the co-host on okay. 180. So you got somebody who, because that's actually the key with oh, a yeah. lot of talk shows is if you get a good sidekick. Absolutely. Ed McMahon. Mm-hmm. Andy Richter. Yeah. Yeah. Who who is going to be Hulk Hogan's uh, sidekick? The Macho Man. Not the wrestler. Yeah, Randall Savage. Ra- Randall Savage. Yeah. Macho Man. Who I guess he, he used to go by Randy, but now you know. I mean, he's an older guy. He's sophisticated. <laughs> yeah, Randall he, Savage. He seems very. Probably sophist- Randall Savage the third. He seems very sophisticated. Absolutely. He was very sophisticated in those. Um, Slim Jim commercials. Of course he was. You know, they haven't worked together since WrestleMania 14. Who? Uh, Hulk and, mm-hmm. and Randy Absolutely. Savage? But I got to say, the chemistry is still there. Between those two guys. Absolutely. Although, mm-hmm. between you and me, no one's going to notice this. Uh, Macho Man did have uh, tongue surgery recently. Tongue surgery? Yeah, yeah. Like, what What kind of, like, how? What, what Very it, minimal. What, what, Very minor. Uh-huh. What did in he have, and you're out. Okay, what did he have done to his tongue? He had a new tongue put in. Why? So that... Hold on. So Macho Man Randy Savage... Right. ...who is not known for being one of the clearer speakers... Debatable. Yeah. He He just had a new tongue put in. Yeah, yeah. So isn't that going to make him even... So much harder to understand? Todd, I'll be honest. It, it is pretty difficult to understand him. Uh-huh. But, you know, once these guys get, get into the flow, you know, the banter is going to be sizzling, you know? Uh-huh. I mean, like, basically it'll be like Hulk going, Randy, what's up? And then Randy will go, Is that what he sounds like now? Pretty much. But do you know what I just said? What? It's going great. Hulk, how, how you doing? What's up with the kids? So that's uh, that. And your soon-to-be ex-wife. But that's what it's going to sound like. Pretty much, yeah. Uh-huh. But I got to say. What? Randall's Q rating. Mm-hmm. Guess where it is. Guess what it's through. <laughs> it's uh, pro- the roof. Absolutely, it is. Yeah. yeah. Really, his Q rating is his high. Q rating. I mean, this guy's Q uh-huh. is through the roof. The, well, His Q rating. Do you know what it's? You keep throwing Q rating around, right? As if that's just enough to justify anything. It's very important. Don't you agree about the Q rating being being super important? You want to know? What, I don't know that much about Q ratings. What you don't know about the Q rating? Well, I mean, I know it's a way to gauge how uh, a popular a person is in the public eye. Wait, is that what it is? Yes. Oh, okay. I thought it was something else. <laughs> You've been Wait, say it again. It's it's a it's a Q-rated. gauge of finding out how how popular or, or aware oh. the public is of a, a specific celebrity. Oh, so it's about awareness. Okay. What did you think it was? I thought it was like about awesomeness. Like if they think that person's awesome. Uh huh. But are you seeing actual Q ratings on this? Define singing. I mean, you've said that his it's through the roof. What are you basing that on? Basically, I'm 
basing it on what I imagine his Q rating might be. So, so you're just you're just guessing what a Q rating might be. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's. But they're good scores. They're very like he he scored like a hundred. Uh huh. Oh, so the so the fictional score. Yeah, is a hundred. That's like the top. It's a hundred. Yeah. Okay. Guess what Peter Chris's Q rating was? Ninety nine. <laughs> You've seen it, yes. It is ninety nine. Uh huh. Yeah. Wow. It sounds like the Shout Network has nothing but success on its horizon. And you know what makes it successful? What? Are real life writers. What what is that? Basically all these shows kind of utilize real life writers. That's what we call them. What it, well, I don't know what that is. Well, they write the shows. No, well the writers are on strike right now. Not these guys. Well, what is a real life writer? Well, these are like guys from gas stations, convenience store clerks, a lot of wrestling coaches. Uh huh. You know, they you know, they kind of sit in a room all day and and uh, they come up with the shows. They're great, so funny. But but the but those those uh, if so they're writing the actual content. Absolutely, yeah. You mean like scabs? No, they're real life writers. Didn't you hear what I just said? I did. I did hear what you said, and anybody who's kind of working as a writer on these shows now right. is a scab. No, they're not. Sure, they are. Tom, here's my question for you. Well, at least you got my name right. Oh, uh, <laughs> I was fooling with you before. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. I know what your name is. What is it again? Tom Sharpling. Tom. I just done my little notebook, Tom. You're doing a lot of writing tonight. I'm taking notes. That's what I do. I take and I give. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine your notes must be awesome. They're great notes. Uh-huh. And I'm, they call me the note king. They must love you. Some they do love me. They do love me. I have a question for you. Uh-huh. Who are the real victims of this whole strike thing? Who are the victims of this yeah. strike? Yep. Um, I would say the crew people who who are caught in the middle of, of the strike. <laughs> uh-huh. And the writers... Okay. And um, I guess to a degree, the viewers. <laughs> what are you, nuts? <laughs> what, what? Those people will watch anything. The viewers. Absolutely. So, so wait, if the writers themselves and the crew people caught in the middle right. are not the victims, no. who are the victims of the strike? The executives, like me. We're the victims. <laughs> How are you a victim of well, this strike? How am I supposed to go to a totally posh restaurant mm-hmm. and just write off a lunch? How do I justify that? How does that make you a victim? I have to. I have. I can't write my my lunch off. So, neither can everybody else. I should be able to, though, because I'm an executive. <laughs> wow, I'm I'm an executive. <laughs> okay. And you're, you're an executive. Thank you. Oh, that's all good. You know what's also going to feel good? What? Newbridge's next top mayor. New, what is that? Are you ready? Yeah. It's coming to your town. Uh-huh. Basically, here's, here's what it is. Two huge stars. Uh-huh. They're going to be coming to Newbridge to help elect the next mayor. Okay. Mm-hmm. So... Do you want to know who the stars are? 
are they huge stars really, or are they huge stars for the Shout Network? Huge stars really. Okay. Okay. Who, who are they? Both. Both. I'll let you guess. Uh huh. Both were were in music. Mm-hmm. One more uh, in TV also. Okay. Yeah, the first guy, huge musician. A huge musician. Yeah. yeah. Currently huge. Absolutely. Wow. Who is? Huge as a TV person or a music person? M- music person. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Uh, can I give you a little hint? Absolutely. Okay. Does the name the Texas Nazis ring a bell? Um. Yeah, it does. Okay. Uh huh. G.G. Allen. Close. Merle Allen. Yes. His brother. Are you excited? No, I'm not. And guess what he still has? His Hitler mustache. (laughs) he does. He does. Great. Wow. Okay, the other guy. Yeah? Also a bassist. Okay. Okay, but more on the TV end. More on the TV end. Still on TV. Okay. Had a hugely successful show just last year. Um, give me a hint. Uh, Red Hair. Still a great basis, from what I hear. I don't know. It's a song that we're singing. Come on and do it. A whole lot of that stuff is what is going to be happening. Not Danny Bonaduce. Yes! Probably the best bass player around. Really? Yeah. I didn't know he was renowned. Absolutely. For Please, who did he play bass with again? The Partridge family. Oh, oh, are you sure he was actually playing bass with them? He played all the records. That's what he said. I don't think he played. He said he was the first guy to ever do that popping thing that the guy in uh, Chili Pepper does. That's not true. That's what he says. Well, he's lying. Well, basically, <laughs> Newbridge's next top mayor is going to yeah. be a reality show. Uh-huh. You know, we'll kind of put put the contestants through their paces, you know, people running through a maze, seeing how many hamburgers they can sell and eat, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the producers were also going to bring uh, in uh, 12 models and former models as mayoral candidates. Really? Yeah, it's going to be great. So the candidates are... So these are not going to actually be... They're just going to be people who look good. Well, shouldn't a mayor look great? Oh, well, a mayor should be a great mayor. Mm, I more... think looks are probably more important. Oh. What is with your attitude? I'm not liking it one bit. My attitude? Yeah. You mean about the fact that I'm just not, I'm not uh, rolling over and laughing at every, you uh, and, cheering on, anything. and cheering on every one of these ideas? You should be cheering like, you know, uh, a, a, a Dallas Cowboys uh, cheerleader. Yeah. Or at the very least, a Cleveland Browns cheerleader. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think these are terrible. First of all, I think they're terrible ideas. Just face value. Okay. Secondly, you're you're employing Not scabs. Say again? You've got all these scabs working these jobs. Uh, Real-life writers, as you were calling them. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it really, it's just it's just lowering of, of, of standards and of... Like the culture. I, I totally disagree. And I think what will hammer home my, my point that this is high entertainment, mm-hmm. valuable entertainment. Yeah. 
our final show. What's that? And our best show. Uh huh. It's called To Hunt, Gut, and Kill a Slob. To hunt? Yeah. Comma. Gut. Gut. Comma. And kill. The, com- the second comma is not needed. We did a- we did so much research on this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So to hunt, comma. Gut. Gut. No comma. No comma. And kill. A slob. A slob. Yeah. And what is that about? Basically, quick log line. Uh-huh. TV executive hires six international assassins to hunt, gut, and kill a slob slash ape slash uh, DJ. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see this coming. Let me guess who see plays what coming. Who plays the DJ? Yeah, I wanted to talk to you about this. Uh-huh. Uh, what do you want to talk about? Do you remember uh, it was a movie uh-huh. that was in the works. I, I, obviously it didn't get made. It was called Hang the DJ. I believe it was a Trent L. Strauss production. Uh-huh. It's sort of uh, uh, carrying on in that mold. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess it's me. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm going to be hunted. Yeah. And what? Gutted. And what? Killed. Yes. Are you ready? No, I'm not ready. Well, it's going to happen. It's not going to happen. Well, I will not be a part of this. Well, you're a part of it already. What do you mean? I've already hired the uh, international assassins. And last I heard, mm-hmm. they were in Newbridge. Where are you right now? Um, you're in, Are you I'm, in Jersey I'm, City? I'm definitely not saying where I am you're now. You're in Jersey City, right? That's no. so close to Newbridge. They flew into Newbridge International. Uh huh. Yeah, today. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Great. Oh man, I do not envy you. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, this is not happening. Word of uh, of, of of wisdom. Mm-hmm. You're getting gutted. It depends on how you how you want to come off in your dying moments. Yeah. I would I would like if you have a bandana, I would put it in my mouth to like you know to to clench down on. Oh oh great. Yeah. Thank you. That way you don't look like too much of a pee. Yeah, yeah, okay. When, when you're gutted. Well, this is not happening. Oh, it is happening. Sorry. It's oh, oh wait, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a text from Boris. And Thor. Well, okay. Mm-hmm. And Pablo. Okay. Okay. They're, they're outside the building. They're here now. Yeah. Okay. Pablo just said that he's climbing up the side wall... And he can see you in the window. Oh, great. Oh, my God. He's going to blow that window out. Look out! (laughs) Wow. (coughs) Holy moly. Still here, though. I don't see him yet. Yet. If you see anybody, Mike, resembling an international assassin, don't let them in the building. Thank you for listening to Best Show Gems, the best of the best show on WFMU. If you like what you just heard, the full-length program is done each and every Tuesday night from 8 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can listen on your radio in the New York, New Jersey area at 91.1 FM or anywhere on the globe 
at WFMU.org. WFMU.org also has an extensive archiving of all the previous episodes of The Best Show. And you can get more information on the program over at friendsoftom.com. I want to thank a few people, if I could. Martin DeGrell, the producer and compiler of Best Show Gems. Thank you, Martin. Mel Matsuoka, who is the producer of the full-length three-hour Best Show podcast each and every week, and the protector of the Best Show and WFMU archives. Thank you, Mel. John Worcester, obviously, thank you. Associate producer Mike, and everybody at WFMU, thank you so much. If you like what you just heard, check out the full-length show. Uh, You can download the podcast or listen live at WFMU.org.